because I just microwave stuff or boil something. Um, and most time it comes pre-packaged, so I just use whatever seasonings are in it. But if I do make something on my own, the most I'll use is salt and pepper. I don't really use anything else. Oh, honey, I you want a I'm just, I'm lazy. I just want to eat. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I want to eat. I want. Don't you want the food that you're eating to taste good? I mean, it tastes good. <laughs> tastes better? Taste better, but uh, <laughs> that's the part I don't think about. <laughs> I'm just overwhelmed with the need to eat now instead of, oh, I can make this taste better with a couple of this and this and Hello, everybody. It's been such a long fucking time. Welcome back to the Secret Naughty Room. I'm your gracious, flat-chested host, Empress Hexykiss, joined by my wonderful co-host, uh, what is she calling herself now? The Queen of Blood or some shit? I don't know. I can't... Savannah? It's been that way for a year. My wonderful co-host, Countess Silvana, and today we are bringing you an interview with not just a friend, but finally some fresh eyes into the content creation world. And it's something I've been I've been dying to do for the longest time because I I have a lot of friends that stream, but a lot of them have been streaming for a long time, and it's 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 hard to find somebody that's like fresh, you know, fresh out the womb. And today. We have the wonderful, the amazing, I haven't known her that fucking long, but she is a cool white friend, Nico Puffs. <laughs> Hello. So, um, let's see. I, I met Nico, I think the first time I met Nico was in Guild Wars 2. She was the guild leader, I believe, for... Mm-hmm. Negative Ascension? I don't think it was Negative Ascension at the time. It was something else, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something else at the time. It was um, Grim Shadow. Yeah, we were edgy. edgy. (laughs) Yeah. And then we realized that plus there was some inappropriate guy named Grim in our guild who we eventually kicked and then we thought we should change our guild name too. Oof. And then we landed on Negative Ascension. Not because it sounds cool. But because no. every time we went through a fucking dungeon run, we were falling through cracks. <laughs> yes. We were falling off cliffs. We, were falling we are off. professional fallers. <laughs> Our theme song is Skyfall. Oh my god. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely terrible. And it, and it came at a time when I was like also looking for an MMO. At the time, Countess was playing Guild Wars 2, so she knew Nico way before I did. Um, I joined in like way later and at first nico i i was like oh wow okay so we're in a guild run by a white woman cool <laughs> wow but over time she turned out to be really cool really awesome and um we didn't converse much at the time like we, we didn't really talk i i also thought like her close friend and um i don't was is nez like vice leader did you have a vice leader? I don't know if Guild Wars 2 had yeah, vice leaders. She, she was. It was her, and there was also just the core group that we created the guild with. Yeah, I thought that that whole core group was, like, weird. I thought Nez was some... Like, wow, you spy. have... <laughs> you were talking about weird people? I mean, I'm weird, I know, but it's like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh boy, what did I get myself into here? Uh, forgive me for the tapping on the table thing. It's kind of hard. She got shell shocked by white weird people. That's what she means. She she's never seen them before. And uh, to be fair, growing up in Florida, you don't you don't encounter that many white people. Well, straight up. Okay. Well, to be fair, growing up in our area of Florida, you don't encounter (laughs) white people. If we like drove fifty miles north, you find them. Yeah, fair enough. They'd probably be doing blackface and turning into raisins in the sun. That's why uh, we don't drive that way. <laughs> they would, yeah, they would be turning into raisins because that's, I think, where you'd hit the redneck uh, area yeah. is northern mm. Florida and Where's southern Georgia. Mm. 
That's where all the rednecks are. That's how you got Florida Bama coming next. <laughs> Florida Bama. All right. So originally, though, your name was not Nico Puffs. It was uh, Nico Necked. Yeah, it was a uh, Nico Necked on Twitch. And, and that was a nickname that came from our friend Juan. Do we really want to call him a friend, though? Uh, he's like a, he's like a weed. You can't really get rid of it, so you kind of just do with his existence. <laughs> Love you, Juan. But, I mean, you call him a great. I mean, yeah. You're fucking terrible. So tell us, what, why did you change the name? What happened to Nico Necked? I thought that was going to be your your thing and whatnot. Now you're Nico Puffs. Are you going for a cereal brand? Are you? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what it was. I joined a couple of streams, and when I said hello, the streamer addressed me as NY at first, and I thought, no, I don't, I don't like that. I'm not NY. She's not New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm not New York. I don't, I've never been to New York. I've never lived in New York. I don't think about New York. I'm not NY. So it doesn't, it's not an abbreviation for anything. <laughs> it's part of my name. <laughs> I'm Nico or Nico, however you want to say it. And then I joined another stream where they called me Connect. And I thought, oh, that's even worse. <laughs> I'm not Connect. And I thought, I don't want this to be a common thing where I have to correct people on how to, say my name okay. and there's a chance that even if you do correct them they, they won't see it in the the chat because i've noticed you know you'll you'll miss some some things that people say in chat so i just figure i'm just um i'll change it <laughs> it's easier yeah. to change it to Staying capitalize along. because that was another problem i think is i didn't have anything capitalized in my name so now i have capitalization to separate that these are words they are not just <laughs> letters you say like ny no <laughs> i think we nah, feel bad there. about money <laughs> i think we've all been there where like you show up in a twitch chat you're happy excited and then they call you express and you have to double take because you're like Ex excuse me express i know you see em <laughs> and not ex sir <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you lucky. My last name had a number in it. Some niggas called me 360. <laughs> wow. And I was like, bitch, there's the whole word before the numbers. What? Yikes. You just, you just don't know how they're going to say your name. Or they just called me Chick, and that's why I wanted to change my name, because I was like, mm. <laughs> Yo, 360. Hold up. Did you just skip a whole two words? Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized I didn't even like the two words. I accept vamp or vamp chick. Do not separate. <laughs> Don't call me chick. That's like a generic bitch you find at Starbucks, not buying Starbucks. Mm, we've all been there. Well, I mean, at least I have. Kind of just go there for the free internet because you ain't got nothing better to do. But anyway. <clears throat> so. Okay, Nikki. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, so um, how long has it been since you've been streaming? Uh, it's been two months. Damn. Damn. My first video that I left um, as an upload is expiring, so it's been two months. Damn. Well, sure. And before that, had you streamed at any point in time? I did last year back in november because juan and i were gonna jump back into a game called maple story and they were doing a burning event which meant every level up you got you actually gained three levels which was amazing and that lasted from about level 10 to level 200 and max level is 275 in that game right now but nez who i met through maple story years and years ago because we were in a guild together, she wasn't able to play it. And that made me really sad. And I thought, well, Discord didn't have this streaming option at that time because it was almost a year ago. And I figured, yeah, well, I'll just stream it on Twitch so Neds can watch. <laughs> and we can just be nostalgic together in that way. Oh. Aww. 
So and I did that there. two or three times, but I didn't leave the videos up because I didn't know that that was something you ha you could activate. Oh. So you didn't even, in, like, it was more of like, I want to do this for a friend as opposed to like, ah, sure, why not? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do it for Nez. <laughs> Nobody else. And then this so year, watch. then, like, what happened, what, um, what led to, you know, you deciding to finally jump in this year, you know, two months ago to actually, like, start getting, not serious, obviously, but, like, you know, actually put your foot in. <clears throat> Streaming has been something I've thought about doing for a few years, because people in, in my real life have mentioned oh you should start streaming you game all the time and i've i just thought it's gonna be boring i'm not entertaining and what i play uh, is probably boring and not entertaining but yeah apparently <laughs> that's why i'm i'm so entertaining <laughs> and my anxiety just wouldn't let me actually pursue it until uh Two months ago when I decided fuck it. I'm yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do it. See if I have fun. See if people watching me have fun. And if they do, I'll keep going. So my first stream, which was Fallout 4, that was a test to see if I had fun and if others had fun. Success. Which we all did. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That is why I've been continuing with the streaming. <laughs> wow. So in terms of, um, I mean, I guess you could say that, like, how, how has it, how has it affected anything like outside of streaming? Like you mentioned your anxiety wouldn't let you, you know, stream before has, has your anxiety waned? Is it still there? It's you know. still here. It, keeps me from doing a lot of things that I want to do because I overthink about um, failing at what, what I want to do or not being good at it, not succeeding. Even if, even if I get somewhere with it, it's not going to, I don't know, be how I imagine it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, reality doesn't fix the dream. Yeah. Same with uh, me selling jewelry, because I make jewelry. I started making jewelry two years ago, and I didn't start selling it until three or four months ago. So it took a long time for me to get over that anxiety of, well, fear of failure is really what it is. But it's also anxiety. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here looking because I don't want to put like, myself out there. Your your stats and like for two months. I mean, I mean, if we if we dive, I'm I'm gonna, I'm I'm being nosy here because Twitch Tracker is a thing. If you guys are curious and you want to check out a streamer's growth, Twitch Tracker oh. is one of the best websites to do that. Also, if you're a streamer yourself and you want to look at your growth outside of Twitch's in built in statistics, TwitchTracker.com. Um, Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> so you know, in in the span of two months, you're already sitting at forty one followers. One of your, uh, at some point, your highest recorded number of concurrent viewers was sixteen, and you've streamed a total of eighty three hours. That's not a lot of people have that kind of growth without the help of like a. You know, friends who are already streaming and like are like pushing their viewers towards them. Like yeah. I, I'd imagine, you know, as someone that didn't really partake in Twitch strongly, um, you know, you're pretty much starting as a as a fresh face, fresh name. I mean, with Vamp and I aside, you know, your growth has been absolutely amazing. And I mean, you know, uh, tell us a bit about that. Like, you know, did did you really expect anybody to like? to watch did you expect anybody like i did not <laughs> i expected some of my friends to watch just because they're the ones that told me to do this so i figured you're the reason why i'm here so you're gonna support right <laughs> <laughs> but uh that was just for like the first 
couple of videos and then i i was hoping to um bring in strangers i mean viewers that that are on twitch i was hoping to find them and meet new people and uh connect over a game that we both like hopefully and some other things if we keep talking Hmm. And of the games and, that you've like streamed currently, which do you think feel has like bit, has like helped you achieve that goal best? Definitely Fallout Four. That when I got the sixteen views, that I was playing Fallout Four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was going to try out a new mod, and my game crashed. As and then all Bethesda games do. <laughs> yeah, and then when I started it back up, the game did not appear on my main monitor, which is my HDMI monitor. It decided to appear on my second monitor, which is not HDMI. So I thought I need to fix this, and then I, I had to go offline, and I lost all those sixteen viewers. But <laughs> I didn't know until one texted me and told me hey you were at 16 views until your uh game died and i thought oh why did you tell me this because now i'm kind of sad but okay i think (laughs) i try not to look at the view count (laughs) i think all streamers go through that moment where like you get like either a big host or like you're like oh my god i'm actually doing it like people are actually watching me and then technical problems (laughs) yep yeah (laughs) Those those are rough. Well, Fallout 4, I now have a command, or I've had a command for a while, for each time it crashes. And in the two months that I've streamed the game, it has crashed 20-something times. Yeah. <laughs> so it, least... it crashes at least one or two times a stream. <laughs> at least you turned, you know, a technical blunder into something that's part of the channel. So many people I know would just, like, panic, you know? Like, ah, oh, shit, like, I, I fucked up. And they probably wouldn't even come back to streaming for a while. They'd probably take, like, a couple weeks off. Like, oh, man, mm-hmm. I, I can't go back and embarrass myself like that. But it's nice mm-hmm. to hear that you, like, you took it in stride. And, you know, like I said, now it's, you know, the game crashing has become part of the channel's, like, funny bits. Part of its funny moments. Yes. And that that's absolutely amazing. Have you, um, have you encountered streamer twitter like have you follow have you um dived into any of the crazy rules and stuff people throw out about streaming or do you kind of just keep your eyes forward i just keep my eyes forward i never used twitter until i started streaming because that seems to be two things that go together and i still don't use twitter so much so i don't I don't come across people who try to tell you how to do stuff mm-hmm. or how to stream. I just do my thing. Wow, damn. I think that's good. Being sounding all pro and shit. <laughs> I dodged the streamer <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I follow a lot of streamers on Twitter. And sometimes I'll see people retweet, uh, things where where people are actually saying there's there's no right or wrong when it comes to streaming or if you want to go to mixer and leave twitch that's not wrong either just do you and i think yeah i'm doing that so thanks i guess (laughs) what's what's led to that like what i mean i guess mixer wasn't really around much last year but you know if Mixer was around at the same time as Twitch, what your decision of like streaming on Twitch versus Mixer, you know, why one over the other? I think I just decided Twitch because when I was going to use it to stream MapleStory, that is what came to my mind to use. I did not think about using Mixer. And I also knew that you and Vamp were both on Twitch and I knew that you both had uh, channels as well. So that and just the fact that I knew Twitch, that's why I picked it. Okay. I don't think I'd move to Mixer at this point, though. I just don't have an interest. That sounds like a lot of work (laughs) 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 moving over. So (laughs) that's why I'm not interested. I like to be lazy. (laughs) 
slowly moving away from the um the streaming stuff you did mention that you uh made jewelry what is where did that <laughs> hobby kind of come from and uh yeah what's your what's been your favorite thing to make so far i i turn crystals into necklaces so that kind of stemmed from me uh having a hobby of collecting crystals but i also believe that they have healing properties and it's fine for people that don't believe that it's it could just be the power of the mind as well thinking that something's going to help you and it does it could be a placebo effect but i just really wanted to wear this particular rock that i had and I decided I'm going to learn how to turn this into a necklace. Just get some cord, wrap it up, and wear it. And I did that. I just went on YouTube, watched a tutorial. (laughs) (laughs) As we all do. Yes. And I actually didn't have any clamps or, um, or fastenings to attach it. So I grabbed a, a pin, uh, like a clothes pin, I guess not, not a clothes pin, but, um, uh, oh, like those those pins that you can put into the whole back so they snap? Safety pin? Safety pin? Yeah. Safety pin, yes. Those. Mm-hmm. So I used a safety pin to put that necklace on me. And I had it like that for several weeks. Ghetto jewelry making. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was working at the time, and a few customers mentioned that they liked my necklace, and I said, well, thank you. I, this is my favorite rock, and I made this myself. And I remember one woman asked me if she could see it because she wanted to see how I closed it (laughs) or how I had it fastened. And I told her it's just a safety pin (laughs) because I don't know. um, Well, I never got around to watching a tutorial on, on what I should purchase as far as the closure bits go. And um, I didn't buy any. So yeah, I just stuck with closing the safety pin. And then you said about like three months ago, you started actually selling. I started selling them online. Yes. I, uh, I finally, since some people seemed interested, I thought, you know, I could sell these because I I have so many little crystals that um, I've collected over the years from either getting them as gifts or going to gem mines or, um, just buying them at crystal shops. I have so many and I love all of them, <laughs> but I thought, you know, other people might like them too. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that also believe crystals have hearing healing properties, but they're also beautiful. They're, they're very beautiful pieces to wear. So I figured I could just make a lot. And at that time, my mom was also making a lot of jewelry and she was starting to go, to different craft shows and she came down to visit me and her and I went to the crafting store to get some actual closure bits so that I could finish a whole necklace piece. And she asked me if I wanted to join her at one of the craft shows. And I said, sure, why not? We'll see what happens. And I did. I think at that one, I sold three necklaces. I was quite proud of myself. I thought, heck yeah. I mean, they they didn't care about the healing properties, and that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to, really. Just buy they they are beautiful, like I said. <laughs> they are going to go with any piece that you wear. <laughs> yeah, never forget Great about with the an healing outfit. properties of money. <laughs> exactly. I there was one craft show that I went to. A woman was looking at my at my necklaces, and she really loved them, and. I do pitch them as a piece that can be used uh, for healing. Um, But she asked me, do they actually heal? And I said, if you believe they do, then yes. (laughs) If you don't believe they do, then no. It's (laughs) it's really about the power of the mind, honestly. And she kind of laughed and she's like, you know, you're right. And I was, yeah, I am right. I know. (laughs) And and she bought a necklace. So that was also nice. (laughs) I'm glad that 
that me being honest didn't send her away. <laughs> disclaimer, stones are not doctors. Yeah, I do have that disclaimer now that I have a an Etsy. Yeah, it's shop. out on your Etsy. <laughs> yeah. Like, These will not like, heal medical, you know, uh problems. The Madden medical emergency. Oh my god, pass me my necklace. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> there I've heard of women who leave crystals in their vagina for uh fertility purposes and then they get major complications because they have a foreign object stuck in their body. Oof. I think I just blacked out. What? <laughs> I don't understand why people do those things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm here to have that disclaimer. Just if you're having a, a serious medical issue, don't wear this necklace thinking it's going to heal you. That's not how it works. <laughs> Damn. If you want a baby, don't wear a condom. What the fuck are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, but I wow. I wear a necklace. I mean, I wear the crystals to help me with my anxiety, which to me it does help. But again, that could just be my mind thinking that it, this is the cause or this is the solution to to my issue. Like this is the reason why I'm overcoming my anxiety. I mean, it might as well work. You're streaming and actually selling your things now. Yes, mm -hmm. this year has been. The year where I'm just overcoming anxiety. <laughs> so taking a step forward in into um, peering a couple months into into the future, because obviously we've got a month and some like probably two and a half weeks left of you know 2019. Um, so going forward into 2020, how how are you going to look at um? Or, or better yet, what are going to be your goals? Now that you've been streaming for a little while and um, your, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll call them crystal crafts are taking off a little bit. Um, you know, what are you looking forward like to doing? Is, is there ever going to be a time where the two kind of intersect? Maybe you make jewelry on stream or, um, you know. What's on your vision board? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't thought a whole lot about streaming jewelry making because I guess that that this is entertaining problem comes mm -hmm. into my head. Why would anyone want to watch me make jewelry? People like feet. They'll watch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If uh, I might in the future just give it a try see if like i did with the start of me streaming a game to see if it's entertaining and if it is i'll keep doing it so maybe i'll try to make jewelry and stream it and see if that's entertaining it's mostly just me nodding a bunch <laughs> i mean <laughs> making a whole lot of knots and braids <laughs> There's definitely nothing wrong with that, especially with the rise, with the way that um the current, I guess we'll call it Twitch meta is, where there's a lot of just chatting being involved now, not just gaming. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that are looking for arts and craft streams and, you know, chill people who aren't like all over the goddamn place. So I mean, I I could I could see a future. I can see a market. And then on top of that, um. From taking a look, uh, taking a little bit of a, a gander at like the way you talk, the things you kind of like, looking at your Instagrams, or stalking them more or less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know you love like the witchery and and you know, kind of um, I do, Wiccan and and pagan themes. Do um, do you have any of those beliefs, or are you just somebody that just really likes the aesthetic, similar to like the vampire that's over there? <laughs> I do I do have pagan beliefs. Okay. Stops. And how long has that how long have you been um I don't really know what the correct term is. Pagan? Um yeah, we can say pagan. I've had pagan beliefs since I was well I have to do some math. Uh subtraction? Fourteen years I've had pagan beliefs oh, for 14 wow. years now wow that's amazing that's a long time 
I mean, given that people are usually born into Christianity or Catholicism, and I, I guess it's a long time. Yeah, I I was I feel with my family, my parents were not religious. They, I believe, attended church when they were kids, um, Christian church, either Protestant or Baptist, not sure which. But they never told my brother and I about uh, religious beliefs. We didn't hear about Jesus or God. We were never going to church. And the first time I was introduced to a religious path, which was Christianity, it was my friend's when I was six or seven, so I was probably in first grade, they were going to Sunday school and they invited me. And my mom said, yeah, go. So we went to Sunday school. And I guess it was probably Bible stories. Uh, I was really young, so I don't remember all of it. But at the end of it, the guy who was um, kind of directing the, the class he came to me with a Bible, and I assume, I don't know if my memory is correct, but I assume he asked me if now do I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and that he died for my sins. Huh? And um, I, I'm pretty sure I said the wrong answer. Or I gave <laughs> the wrong six? answer. Because, yeah, I was six, six or seven. I was really young. <laughs> Because next thing I know, I'm getting a lollipop, and then I'm being taken into the big church where the actual service was being held, and he got up on a podium, and he was talking, and then I saw people staring at me with not nice faces. (laughs) So that's why I assume I didn't say yes. But that was the first experience I ever had with something of a religious belief, and well, for me, it was just fine, because I... I, I was just six or seven. I didn't look in deeply into the meaning or really pay attention to what they were saying. I was just there to have fun with my friends. Yeah, you definitely then, went to a Protestant church. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, after that, I think I went to church with my grandma when we lived with her because we had to. That was something she did every Sunday. And she would... She would require us to be there too (laughs) and that was mostly singing that's mostly what they did was sing and i was cool with that yeah let's sing (laughs) (laughs) then uh when my mom got remarried she got married to a very religious man and we also went to church every sunday Mm. which i still it just didn't appeal to me i wasn't interested in religion And even now, I say pagan beliefs because I don't really follow a religion. I don't follow something that's pre-built with with rules and and guidelines and things like that. I just, I kind of pick and choose what I believe and follow. Mm. Just like the indigenous white people, them picking and choosing seasonings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It it works sometimes. (laughs) Wow. I've not had a good experience yet when it comes to uh, organized religion, I guess. <laughs> As a Christian myself, I'll be honest, you're probably never gonna have a good experience with mm. religion. Like, the only good things they ever have is, like, barbecues. <laughs> oh like, when they bring out food, it's great. People shut up, they eat. It's always good food, unless someone don't know how to cook, stay away from potato salad. (laughs) But after that, you know, you sing some stuff, people dance, it's great. But then, go back into the church, and everyone's just like, shit as hell, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell, or want to judge everybody. And I'm just like, I ain't got time for this. I believe, I'm a Christian, I am, but I'm a Christian vampire. (laughs) I will stay that way till I die. Oh my god. And I don't speaking of like uh staying that way. Like is it like I mean you said you've been you've had your like pagan beliefs for like 14 years. Has it like affected the relationship between you and your mom or does she not like 
does she not like care because they're not under her roof anymore? She she doesn't straight up no. I've never told her, hey mom, I'm a pagan. I don't believe what you believe. My mother doesn't know I'm a vampire either. But uh, over the years, especially recently, I've started to kind of tell her bits and pieces. Um, she sensed I'm trying to think of how I can best word this. She's become become very religious since Mm. getting married to someone who's also very religious. And that's cool. But at the same time, it can be overbearing, like, like most people tend to be with their beliefs and religion. Sometimes they can be overbearing and preachy and try to push it on you. Mm-hmm. So there were times when my mom worried about me because she knew that my whole heart and soul wasn't into her belief system. Uh, oh, a memory just popped into my head. Flashback? When, yeah. When I was still young, I was probably eight at this time. My cousin... She she was spending a lot of time with her dad. Her parents were divorced. And she was spending a lot of time in church as well. So she started to tell me about all these Bible stories and God and Jesus. And and uh, she told me that I had to be saved. Whoa. And I thought, well, what is that? Why? And she's like, well, you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I thought, okay. Uh, but no, I don't want to be saved. And she cried. <laughs> Oh my and god! She kept telling me you need to be saved or you're going to hell, and I told her I, that's fine, I guess, because no. I still don't believe what you're saying to me. <laughs> I'm like, we're eight. We're both eight. We're the same age. <laughs> we were both eight this time. And I told my shit. mom. Apparently, I never told my mom that story until recently, maybe a couple months ago, <laughs> and she started laughing and she said, "She was eight. She can't save you." Dude. And, I thought, uh, well, (laughs) she, that little girl truly believed she could save you. She did. She really wanted to. Freaking, uh, Christianity is like a cult. Doesn't matter what age you are. They're going to believe that you got spiritual powers. Like when I started to, well, I'm still a Christian, but I hit an age where I was just kind of like, I understand what y'all saying though. But y'all not explaining it in the right way. Because this church will be like, oh, you know, God made everything. But then they tell the kids, go ahead, you know, science is wrong, but learn it. What? The Mm. fuck does that mean? Science is telling us evolution and you're telling us no. There's there's a lot of things that don't make sense. Yeah, they never make sense. (laughs) They're You start asking the hard questions. You know, once I asked um, if Adam and Eve were the first people to, you know, ever be created or whatever, and they had two kids. Where the fuck did the family come from? Like, you killed Cain. And then they had another kid, and I asked my Bible study teacher this, and my Bible study teacher out here, like, acting like he a crackhead, didn't tell me nothing. He said, oh, ask the pastor. I'm like, I bet. So I can wait for church finish. I go to the pastor because she'd be talking to the kids or whatever. And I ask her the same question I asked in Bible study. And she's like, oh, it's like a, a, a question that is very smart. You're a very smart girl. Ask your mother. She'll know what to tell. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I take the question to my mom. And my mother had the audacity to tell me to ask the fucking pastor. I was like. Yeah, it sounds like they just don't have an answer. To they're going to send you like, all over the place. So, y'all just not going to answer me is what I'm going to assume here. And then, like, okay, about the time when I just started to just be skeptical, when I'm like, what, 12? I go to church on Friday. This chick, this other, she was one year younger than me. She was 11. And she's talking about she had a dream. About how God told her to do the work of the Lord. 
and she started preaching to the people. I'm like, I ain't gonna sit here and listen to no fucking eleven year old tell me about how my soul needs to be saved. Get out of here. We went to the same yeah. church for the same amount of years. I don't need this. And I just went to sleep. So that's where the cult culture comes from, because they out here teaching young kids, oh, you can heal people. You can save people from like as young as you'll be, they be like, if you talk to someone and my mother I feel bad, but my mom has always told me, ever since I started becoming best friends with Harmony here, that it was my duty to the Lord to save her from abomination. Because she's my friend. Yeah. And she shouldn't go to hell. And I'm just sitting here like, she saves. We're going to say that. Yeah. I had a friend cry when, when I I told her I lost my virginity and I didn't outright say that. She was asking me a bunch of questions because she knew I was hanging out with my boyfriend a lot. And uh, and it just kind of came out. And then she started crying. She was bawling. She was crying for me and she told me I'm going to hell. Oh my god. And I thought, uh, this... no, uh, I don't think we're friends anymore. I'm sorry. That's always the first response when you tell them you're doing something that they don't agree with. Yeah. Damn, even my church ain't like that shit. Like the pastor be like, oh, well, it's still strict though. There'd be kids that lose their virginity. You look, you you don't go to my church. My church is like so freaking right side Christian. The teenagers, if they have it, like end up having sex and we find out, it will spread like a wildfire in California through the church. (laughs) And then next thing we know, these teenagers who are probably like, 18, 19, or 20, they're getting married in the next six months. And that's just how it ends. Like, oh, well, you gave each other your virginity. I guess you want to get married. And Hmm. this this is so weird to me because honestly, I guess it works for now. But they're still married. Like, a lot of them. They have, like, three kids now. And I'm just like, I don't even understand this dynamic. (laughs) Well, it sounds like they just got lucky. Yeah, I'm assuming for now. So (laughs) talking about marriage and getting lucky and losing our virginities and not telling our mothers. Um, (laughs) I'm still a virgin, right? No one asked you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So something that people don't often explore when with when it comes to content creators, I feel, is the significant other, and. We don't see him often. When he does speak, it matters. But um, how has uh, your boyfriend face been handling your um, your dive into doing content creation and the like? He definitely supports it, but it takes time um, that I could be spending with him away from him. So that's something that he doesn't care much for, but he still supports me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see it. I mean, well, now, well, I guess I could say we, you know, we see it often that a lot of um, content creators that are involved in relationships and whatnot, it does become a, a, a big sacrifice. And, you know, if you, if you really want to get out there, there's a lot of time you have to sacrifice. So is it like, in knowing that, do you guys do you guys try to like set up dates and and whatnot to try and you know make the distance not feel like it's coming in between you two sometimes we we do i try to just take one evening where i'll sit in the living room with him and i'll sit there all night because um we don't have to go out to eat or or go see a movie or do something outside. We can just hang out, chit-chat. So I try to do that every now and then. Mm-hmm. That's cute. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, do you do you think uh, I mean, it doesn't It doesn't always happen, obviously. Um, usually, there's at least, like, when it comes to these types of things, one person will be out in the world working as part of unfortunate society, and then the other person is, you know, trying to build their career. 
um you know do you do you does he ever i don't know um get involved on your end with content creation or is it just something like he just roots you on from the sidelines and you know tries to yeah, support you as much so as far so far he's just support and um he's that extra viewer or he'll say something in chat he hasn't really tried to insert himself any further i know in the past he has he has a few friends who are streamers and and they're pretty um i guess successful streamers he's built bots for them and things like that because he's very tech savvy and he's mentioned that um he can build bots for me or program things this way or that way and usually i all mention no <laughs> you don't gotta do that i i'm very small <laughs> i don't need the extra stuff just yet but it that. seems like in the future yeah he'll probably get more involved and and um Aww. be a part of building things with for me have your own <laughs> it's built good. In tech it's not controlling you yeah oh no he's he's not a controlling person at all that's nice that's and it's safe. yes it's the best thing the best thing because <laughs> my my ex was so controlling <laughs> mm. your ex sucks every time i hear about oh, him you just want to push him into legos yes i'd make he, meat out of him was, and then throw the meat away he was just the worst boyfriend I'm not gonna go to jail for a scumbag. <laughs> you don't have to go to jail if you don't know there's no body. Um, so. <laughs> Says this on a national podcast. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, um, as we pull it to a close here, um, as my timer is starting to beep, um, tell in about I don't know two sentences. Tell us about your content. Tell us about what you are putting out there on Twitch, and I guess close it out with why people should watch you. Yeah, we're going to put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, that's a very hard question. Um, She's oh, white? Crap. <laughs> no, that's not why people should watch me. Um, I am entertaining, though, as you can see by my clips. Some funny shit is said. Some new terms are said, like Wooly fuck said in a moment where I was gonna say holy fuck or oh fuck I don't know came out as woolly anyway or fucking L what does the L stand for the L yeah you say fucking L a lot and I'm like what is this L oh I say hell but I guess sure. the H E part is silenced. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that's gotta be what it is um because yeah is i definitely say hell but <coughs> the he is is more silent i didn't I know mean, keep it a mystery <laughs> i didn't know i said that fucking hell yeah right there i guess i just say hell weird but that's what i mean <laughs> is hell Oh <laughs> but uh I'll probably continue to play um uh games that I enjoy playing but also there's a lot of play time with it like Fallout 4 play time is just never ending with Skyrim other Bethesda games but I know that there are other games out there that I would like to try that are kind of just an open open world and I am also getting a bit more into Twitch Sings which oh, is an sad. app that Twitch offers I've gained quite a few followers through that I've been pretty active in the Twitch Sings community it's a very loving and supportive community, which is fantastic. That's not something you see very often on the internet. I have stage fright. It, well, that's another thing that I was very anxious about, 
it was months ago that I saw Twitch Sings was available, and I thought, oh, shit, that sounds fun. And I was singing to myself for months until I found there there's a community, and I was just hanging out in a bunch of streams, and people were so nice and friendly, and even people that sing terribly, they were getting a lot of love and support. Like, oh, you're doing so good. And, uh, and you can um, join people while they're streaming and they'll go to your Twitch Sings page in the app and they'll sing a song that, that you put up there, which is a duet or they call it a seed. I don't know why they call it a seed. I haven't asked and I haven't found the answer, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's basically, you sing a duet. Every song on Twitch Sings is a duet, but it can also be sung, sung solo. The duets, sometimes they're made very strangely. Like, it doesn't make sense for you to make this uh, in a duet. Um, I don't know. But I was like, I, wa I want to join. I need to put something up. So I can join these awesome people who are awesome singers. And I finally did. <laughs> oh, that's I, so positive. I left a couple of um, seeds up <laughs> so people could join my, my seed or duet. And yeah, several people have. And I've gained quite a few followers. I'm actually now at 45 followers. I just checked. Oh, snap. Look at her. So, well on her way to affiliate. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I would love to be affiliate. I would love to keep. Ow. I would love to keep streaming and and building a um a positive and loving community like Twitch Sings, except we're not so um holy. Yeah, yeah, we're not so holy. We can be kind of shit. <laughs> we can be little devils. Well then, all right, guys. So that's gonna do it for us. Um. If you want to catch Nico, I'm going to have the link to her Discord in our description. Of course, there's also her Twitch, which is twitch.tv forward slash Nico Puffs. Um, and her Twitter, which I believe is also Nico Puffs now. Right? Yes. Yep. I made uh, sure to change everything to my new name. All right. Awesome. So people won't call me NY or Connect. <laughs> So, um, that's going to do it for us here at the Secret Nod Room. Thank you so much, Nico, for this interview. It was an absolute thank you. pleasure. Um, it was a pleasure for me, too. Yes, thank you for coming. And, of course, thank you to my amazing co-host, a woman of few words, but when she speaks, you listen, Countess. Um, and I, I can't wait to see you guys for the next episode. Have a wonderful evening, afternoon, lunch, brunch, make it wet. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>